Hey y'all, it's Nikki Breyer, and you're listening to Hitting the High Note Podcast. Hello and welcome to Hitting the High Note. I'm your host, Kevin Cusack, and joining me is a very talented singer-songwriter from New Jersey, the lovely Nikki Breyer. Hello there. <laughs> what a nice intro. <laughs> Thank you, Nikki. You're from a family of musicians. Tell us more about that. Yeah, well, um, the music definitely has been a family member, uh, I guess, just to say at the very least. So my father uh, was a touring drummer, and his style of music was Motown, jazz, um, some big band stuff, and uh, so that is what I kind of grew up on. And then my mom is a classical piano player, so um, it was just like music. Like like I said, it was just another family member. I, I was constantly singing, going to shows while my father was, you know, performing. We would go to his local shows if he wasn't touring because he toured um, nationally and internationally. So um, yeah, it's just it's just a big big thing in my family, but. Uh, it it never really seemed like anything else other than that that was just normal and natural um and and then until i you know got older and making friends and stuff like that i realized like oh wow you know like not everybody has music in their life and it's not like so music you know and art central um the way that my family was so it, it made it very unique but um but I love it. And now that I have two little ones, it's kind of the same thing for them. You know, I've, I was performing and touring up until my eighth month of pregnancy and they come with us everywhere. They tour with us, you know, wherever, whatever state we're in. So, um, you know, it's, it's music is very important to us. And I, I think that it, um, it really helps children learn and grow so um we have music on 24 7 here whether it's country music or you know sesame street music but it's music so (laughs) definitely (laughs) yeah and your music is country but there is some hints of southern rock in it yes yeah i mean i'm from the east coast so being, you know, from Jersey in the New York area, we have a lot of rock influences around here, um, as well as blues and jazz. As You know, we have a lot of wonderful jazz clubs around here. Um, but country music is not exactly as popular and as, as known in the area. So it's kind of nice to recognized as uh, you know a country artist from the east coast and that everyone's like oh yeah you know they, they know Nikki Breyer or they know my band the Sweetbriar band because we, we tour so much and we're limited to you know how many artists there are in this area so um, so when we have big acts that come out here like Chris Jansen uh, Lindsay L and Tim McGraw we get to perform with them because we're, we're, you know, we're known to the area to, to be with them. Um, but, you know, my thing is, like, it doesn't matter if you live on a farm or if you live in a city. Like, country music is all about sharing your story. And if 
you have a story to tell, then that's what it's about. You know, when we go to Nashville, uh, I mean, everybody's from everywhere, so which is really nice. And you get a lot of artists from other countries, too. So it's nice to collaborate with other people, um, knowing that they, you know, also come from different backgrounds and different environments, too. But I like to be genuine to the fact that I, I didn't grow up on a farm so I'm not gonna you know sing a song about growing up on a farm and you know and, and country life but I like to uh you know implement my story of you know now being a new mom being an army wife um being an artist and also uh you know growing up by the beach you know, you can, we have some fun, you know, writing songs about that. Um, and it just, you know, incorporating my life into my music. And since I've been doing it now for 11 years and so many fans have related to it, it's like nobody really ever says, only once in a while I get it, like in an interview, like, oh, you know, what's a Jersey girl doing with country music? But uh, you know, again, I, I just kind of say like, well, you know, I have a story to tell and the genre of music, that's the whole history of country music. It, every song you hear has a story. So um, that's the nice part is the music is about being relatable. But um, I like to keep it, you know, also put a little rock, impl impl you know, in place of it. Um my new single, Mama's Boy, has a little bit more of a traditional country sound. Um, one of my other songs, um, After the New Wears Off, has a pop country sound. So it's kind of like it's fun to add other subgenres to the country music and try, you know, like change it up a little bit. Um, but I definitely really love that, like like Gretchen Wilson, like, you know, redneck woman, kind of a uh, raunchy uh, outlaw country style of music too. So, uh, so I just try to keep it fun and different, you know, every time. Absolutely. Yeah. And you mentioned your latest single, Mama's Boy. What yeah. was the inspiration for that song? Well, um, I, I'm a new mom of two and uh, of two uh, beautiful, energetic boys uh, that you heard a, a little bit, you know, <laughs> at any time they know mommy is doing an interview or doing something, it's like they, they want to chime in. And usually they come with us, whether it's to a show or to a, you know, a radio interview. So they're with us everywhere. Um, but uh, I didn't write the song right away or when I was pregnant, I knew I wanted to eventually write a song about being a mom and, you know, my, my experience as being a mom and, and all the great feelings of it. But I also just couldn't find, uh, I, I couldn't really find the, not inspiration, but I didn't want to be cliche and just say, well, motherhood is amazing and it's all about love and cuddles and, you know, it is, but it also isn't, you know, especially with two baby boys. It's very loud in here. We got toys all over the place. Uh, I play trucks all day long with them. So um, I wanted it to kind of be a fun 
song about a relationship with, you know, a mom and her sons and how, you know, you're, you're mommy's boy. You're always my boy. And, you know, everything that I do is for you. And even when you guys are tearing the couch apart and throwing your toys everywhere, like, you know, so I, it took me two years from having, you know, my, my first, um, child to write it because I could I just didn't know how to I wasn't experiencing motherhood long enough to write a song about it I didn't want to just write a song about being pregnant I wanted to write a song about my relationship with them um so after I did a series of shows with uh the wonderful Rodney Atkins I was pregnant I was eight months pregnant while his wife had just given birth to their I think second um I think it was second daughter or second son, but she had just given birth, his wife. So she was not with him on his tour, but I was performing and opening for him and I got off stage and I'm talking to him and he said, Oh my God, you're, I said, yeah, I'm about, I'm, I'm going to give birth in about four, four or five weeks. So we're talking about it. And one of the songs that he wrote is a song. It's a, it's the buckaroo song. Everybody knows the song. It's about like, a father and son relationship and how, you know, they have fun, uh, you know, fishing together or hunting together and, you know, um, just having their special bond, but he wrote it in a very fun kind of way. And I was like, you know what, that's, that's how I want to do that. I want to write a song. So that's what I'll pull some inspiration from other artists that I've worked with and say, you know, well, I, I want to go in that direction. I want it to be a fun song that people can relate to. And in the lyrics, it's, you know, I couldn't wait to hold you. And I was so excited to hold you as a baby that, like, I couldn't sleep. They, the baby slept so good. Daddy slept so good. But me, I was wide awake because I just wanted to look at you and just, like, stare at you. And then in the next verse, it's about, you know, destroying the house and, and toys everywhere and I had to you know move my guitar and my boots to another room because it's all for the babies but I love it so it's just it, it's more playful but meaningful and now that it's it's out on pre-order and you know hearing everybody's feedback it, it actually gets me emotional um, because that's actually the first song that I wrote um, I so prior to production, so I wrote it. I, I wrote the the music and the melody to it. And I usually do like songwriting sessions and collaborate with other artists. But for this one, I wanted it to be just you know from my own perspective and and just be my own uh, independent project. So um, so I'm I'm proud of it because I wrote it. I, I wrote everything about it. And then when I took it to my producer, he like knew exactly my vision for it, that it made, it made me cry because I was like, oh my God, he, he like, it's like he knew exactly what my heart and my head wanted in that song. And I, I'm always proud of all the songs because like, this is my eighth, uh, it's my eighth radio single. So I'm, I'm proud of all the songs that I've done, but this one is special because of it being done on a very personal level and because it's about my two boys so 
yeah now every time I hear it I start crying and I was like oh god (laughs) (laughs) but I love the feedback from everybody and I like again I like that everyone can like relate so I get a lot of people writing to me now um that we're we're putting out like little clips of the song during the pre-order week and people are writing to me saying like oh my god like I can totally relate to that like oh my god you know when my son was younger um you know same thing all his toys were everywhere and I it would drive me crazy but then when he was sleeping at night I would just stare at him and just be like oh my god I can't believe that like I made that and I, I can't believe that you know I'm I'm a mother and so it's really nice to um get positive feedback I mean every artist loves to get you know positive feedback but when it's something like so personal that you put like you know a lot of your heart and soul into it makes it much more special so um so I I really wrote the EP Forever Young first and then Mama's Boy came after because of quarantine and having so much downtime not performing um so my Forever Young EP was actually going to be released first and then I added Mama's Boy and then I was like forget it I'm doing Mama's Boy first so the EP will come out in the fall um but I just wanted to put this single out first just because I was really proud of it and um and you know as an artist you just kind of have to you have to go with the flow and you have to go with your feelings um and because now is such a weird crazy time um it's uh, it's a good time to be a little extra creative and to like be a little more um like daring i guess you know do things a little bit differently so that's what i did <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> and yeah, I saw the clip for Mama's Boy and yeah, great song. And Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah, I can't wait for it to come out I'll, and I'll actually send, I'll send you the full song so that you can you can have a you can have the full the full version of it <laughs> before it gets released. So I'll send that to you. Awesome. That is great. Yeah. <laughs> would love to hear the full version of it but yeah the clips that you've been posting on twitter are really good and i like the video too thank you so what i did was i um everyone has you know every time you look up like lyrics to a song or something you get like the lyric videos and uh i had a lot of fans ask me like for a lyric video like oh I really like the song and everything like do you have a lyric video and I, I was just like nah, I don't I don't have a lyric video and I never thought about how to create it or post one or whatever and again because of quarantine and all this to have so much extra time to be creative and stuff um, I decided okay so I the, the first song that I just put out the lyric video for um, was my song Thank You that was my sixth, I think, sixth radio single. And I chose that song first because it's got a very, like, positive vibe to it. Um, it's kind of like my, um, it's kind of like my Kenny Chesney, Caribbean, East Country kind of song about, you know, it's got, like, the, the little Congos and, and the, 
uh, chimes and stuff in the background. And I, I wrote that one with my friend in Nashville, uh, Daniel Swartz, and we wanted to write a song like that related our relationship with God to like thanking God for the opportunity to have um, good friends, good times. You know, like let's not take for granted that you know we're able to go out and have a good time and enjoy you know each other's company and relationships but that's you know thanks to god so um that's why it's called thank you so it's thank you jesus for whiskey thank you jesus for beer and uh it's kind of like you know instead of just saying cheers it's you know like saying um you know thank you and it's a song about being grateful for the good times and again just because of things just being so crazy right now I thought that it was a a good positive vibe song to put out and you know put the lyrics to it and um that's a picture of me at the Jersey Shore so it's right by my house you know and uh uh yeah everyone's like that so I'll, I'll do another lyric video uh probably in the next week or two so now I like doing it so yeah <laughs> very good and yes Lyric videos are getting really popular nowadays. Yes, they seem to be, for sure. Yeah. And and I, even if I'm like, you know, looking up a song or something, like that would be the first thing that I would look at on YouTube. It would be a video that had lyrics on it or, you know, whatever. And there's ways to be creative with it. And, and I said, well, you know what? I got a lot of time on my hands now, so let's do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, speaking of lyric videos, um, one of my most recent guests I had on the show is a brilliant songwriter from Chicago, Riva. She created a lyric video and also did the animation in the video for her song. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's very that's very cool. Well, you know, that's a whole other talent right there to uh to do things like that that's that's definitely to do uh graphic designing and uh that's that's definitely a, a wonderful talent so that's very cool so you've toured with a bunch of big name artists and one of the artists that you've played with is low cash what was that experience like to perform on the same bill as Groove Like Low Cash? Well, uh, they we, we've done quite a few. I think we've done about five shows with them. And uh, they're really cool guys. Uh, really, really fun, high-energy performers. So um, it, it was it was great. It's, and it's, it's been great. We've established a relationship, a friendship. It, it was a lot of fun. It, it's In general, it's just been the last... Uh, 11 years going on 12 years has been a blessing because uh, I've been able to either write or perform with um, people that I am a fan of so these are people that I listen to their music um, or grew up listening to their music like the Marshall Tucker Band um, or Lori Morgan the Outlaws and, and we got to perform and tour with them I'm a huge fan of Tim McGraw and I got to open for him. So like, it's just been a really, a really big blessing to, um, to get, you know, uh, a good response 
with my music and then be invited to you know perform or tour with these you know these big acts um especially you know when some of them are very selective about who comes along and who opens for them so um yeah it's it's been it's been really really fun experience but low cash very cool guys we you know we've hung out with them it's 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 different there's been acts that we've opened up for and you know you just you just go home you know like you don't get to hang out with them some of them you know might not be the nicest um but for the most part everyone's pretty cool and low cash they're like you know come party with us on the tour bus kind of guys and um yeah and everybody knows that the country concerts get a get a little rowdy so (laughs) we do (laughs) yeah but very cool guys very very um and they they know that we cover uh we, we cover two of their songs um the country song and I love this life and they know that that's like my favorite song so um so that's what I mean like I'm I'm a fan of their music and you know and then we got to uh, perform with them so that's uh, a very cool thing I, I think I think the, the one that I got like most starstruck and nervous was uh probably well, I mean Tim McGraw that was just I he had so much security around him that I don't, nobody was able to really get to him. But, um, when I performed with, uh, Lori Morgan, um, and, and she's been part of the Grand Ole Opry since she was like 11 years old and her father is a legend and she's a legend. We had just saw her perform at the Opry in Nashville. And then two months later I was asked to perform with her and do a couple shows with her. And I was just like, wait a minute, the, Lori Morgan, the one I just saw her at the Grand Ole Opry, and she was coming to the East Coast, and um, so I had the the honor. And, and that one I, I I found because she's and she's just so lovely and laid back and fun and professional. I felt very nervous around her because she's just she's done everything, and and she has just established so much in her career, and she's just a legend. Um, so. Like I got, I got like a little tripped up and nervous around her, um, but then like when we did a show with like Chris Jansen, you know, um, like we're just hanging out with him after the show, and you know the band is drinking and hanging out, and like he was just like you know very laid back, down to earth, um, kind of like just somebody that you would meet in the bar, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So didn't feel as nervous but it's it's everybody you you know you get a different vibe from but it's uh it's just been an honor to be able to um to share the stage with so many amazing uh, artists yeah and low cash i've seen them play before at the the cactus bowl pre-game show yes 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 and yeah just amazing energy and yes such a great time yeah that's awesome very cool and yeah you've played the jersey shore festival before yes what was that experience like playing at the jersey shore you know we do that every year and and just being part of a a festival where you have all genres of music come together and um play in seaside and and they set up the stage on the boardwalk it's just really cool. It's a cool uh, vibe. It's a cool atmosphere. So doing 
pretty much anything by the beach is just like, oh, I love it. Um, there, there was one festival that we did in Atlantic City, and it was actually on the beach, right, right on the beach where you were performing, not on the boardwalk. You were in the sand on the beach. You know, the, they put the stage, the stage, you know, on the beach. And um, I teach line dancing, so the producer of the event said, "Well, I know that you teach line dancing." Uh, can we get you to teach the audience line dancing in the sand? And I said, okay. So I, with my boots on, I had to jump off stage and lead, you know, a whole, you know, group of people to do some uh, line dancing in the sand, which is a great workout, fantastic workout. Like your legs will be burning afterwards. But um, I mean, like just the coolest, and they got it on video and everything. It's just a cool, like, line dancing on the beach you know right by the ocean like that that never happens so it's it's always fun performing at the jersey shore that you, you never know what's going to happen um and again like i said because i'm a, a, a lover of all styles of music it, it was cool doing the jersey shore festival that like you know i would be performing you know you have your time slot you're performing and then we would be performing like a couple hours later so we would have time in between and like my band and I we would just you know basically walk up and down the boardwalk and you get to hear other you know styles of music and um you know anything involving music and uh you know meeting new artists and, and musicians is always a good time so being from Jersey you played a legendary venue Stone Pony were you yes. completely starstruck when you headlined Stone Pony? Yeah, I didn't think it was going to happen uh, that quickly. I, I was in a battle of the bands to, to kind of like an audition phase, and that was ten, 10 years ago. And in order to like to perform at the Stone Pony, you have to do like this battle of the band thing. And, um, and I did that, and I was the only country artist. So I was like, well, this is not gonna, it's not gonna work out because they don't have, they didn't really have country acts at the Stone Pony. So, um, and then we we brought such a big crowd because you you know battle the bands, you've got to tell everybody to come out, support, support. We brought such a big crowd that they were impressed and they gave me my own headlining act. And I was like, well, how does it go from I'm in the battle of the bands to like now I'm headlining. Uh, a show and that was 10 years ago so I was still a new artist you know I was brand new so um it was it was really cool but it was like it happened very quickly and um yeah it was it was awesome so and then we did I, and then we did a few other shows there you know after that but um I mean yeah like to you know to perform Stone Pony um that's just you know Bruce Springsteen's house right there so uh it it was nice and it was also nice to just bring a new genre of music uh to the area because uh, uh you know country music um in Asbury Park was not very popular so it, it was really nice to be again recognized as you know um and that's how I ended up getting my nickname actually the Garden State Cowgirl because being I'm a Jersey girl and you know, it's the Garden State, and I was doing so many shows, uh, you know, throughout New Jersey. Um, a fan of a fan made like a T-shirt 
that said, like, like for themselves, like, you know, I love the Garden State Cowgirl. And I was like, what? I love that. I love that. I'm using that. So we ended up buying, like, we made a copyright that I own the Garden State Cowgirl. Like, that's my, that's my title. So we made merchandise and we made hats and, you know, all because, you know, this person put that on a t-shirt and um, I said, oh man, I like that. I'm going to, I'm going to capitalize on that right now. And uh, that's the cool thing about like New Jersey, New York is that you get a, you get a real diehard fan base. You know, you get, you know, you get your friends and your family and your, and your fans. Um, and they like really support you. Like, like I said, I've been doing this for almost 12 years and like the fans that I made, during that battle of the band and like 11 years ago when I first started out and where I was performing, they are still coming to my shows today. You know, like they've been with me every step of the way. So that's really, um, that's a really, really cool, a really, really cool thing. So it was a lot of fun. That's amazing. Yeah. How can more listeners find out about your music? Well, um, you can definitely go to my personal website, which is NikkiBriar.com. That has um, all the latest information on uh, shows and, and, you know, uh, downloads where to, you know, purchase music and merchandise. Um, And then, of course, I I run all my own social media. So, um, you know, as you know, you and I, we've talked on Twitter so um twitter instagram uh facebook youtube um i go live probably about twice a week unless i'm doing like a special takeover or something um so i do live you know virtual performances and um just constantly you know updating content and putting things out there and responding to you know messages and and emails from people so um yeah so definitely you know you can follow me on uh uh facebook instagram twitter and my youtube channel um i started doing a songwriting uh, a song well it's a song challenge really um so being that i'm a country artist but you know from the east coast i get a lot of people will say well you know um they'll request uh you know a song that they want to hear and uh if we're performing out like you know with the band and they want to hear a special cover song and you know i'm like well you know guys that's not that's not a country song you know we'll get like you know a random like an acdc song or uh i think somebody's even asked us like metallica and i'm <laughs> like guys this is not my country i don't know where you get this from so um I decided to do a, a song challenge where, because I get so many of these requests, um, and it goes in, in other directions too. Like, you know, could you do a Spice Girl song? So I, I, I say, you know what? Send me the song ideas that you want, songs that you request, and I'm gonna turn it into a country song. So the first one that I just got, it was really easy. But obviously, like Tom Petty, he's got a little bit of that Southern rock style, but classic rock. So somebody said, like, you know, turn Free Fallen into a country song. So I just worked on that one last night. It was super easy to do, but it was a lot of fun. So um, so now that's my new my new challenge that I'm going to put out there. Like, you know, send me any song that you want 
and I'm going to turn it into a country song. So we'll, we'll see what everyone else comes up with. But, uh, yeah, I get a lot of Led Zeppelin, which is cool because that's kind of easy too. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in, it's also just like kind of challenging myself too, like just to have a little fun and, you know, like I said, I got a lot of downtime now <laughs> because of everything. And we have so many shows that, you know, the concerts and stuff that have been put on hold. Um, so I really try to engage with my fans and do that, you know, so I'll, I'll pop on and I'll just make a quick video and say, Hey guys, you know, we're going to do something fun for the next couple of weeks, you know, send me any song suggestions. It doesn't matter what genre it is. And, you know, I'll pick my favorite ones and see, um, you know, turn it into a country song. So, uh, so it's, you know, it, it's fun, but I, I like to, um, keep that connection with everybody. And I think it's more, it's more so important now because, you know, we, we can't all be together or we're limited being together. So, um, I've had a lot of fans that have been wanting to come to our shows now, but they can't because of their own health reasons and they want to be careful. So they're, you know, they're really upset about it because for a lot of people going out to shows, just like going out to a movie theater or to a baseball game, it's like therapeutic for them and it's a way to get out and, and do something. And a lot of people can't do that if they have their own, you know, health issues. So, um, you know, that's why I'm, I'm just trying to be creative with connecting with my fans and keeping them included because, you know, we might, might not be able to see each other right now, but like I, but I hear you and I'm responding to you. So if you message me, I will respond to you. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. And yeah, just wanted to say thank you to your husband for his service. Thank you. Any words of wisdom? I am a teacher, um, and I taught second grade. So a lot of my second graders are in college now, and um, we follow each other on social media, and they'll write to me, and, you know, it's crazy. Um, so it, I have a lot of them that have asked me, they, they knew I was a musician and I would bring my guitar into the classroom and play songs for the kids but like I, I've had quite a few of them that are into music or photography or whatever in you know the art world and ask me like well you know I really want to do what you're doing and I want to do that as a career and I say hey that's great that's great my, my biggest thing is that which is what my parents instilled in me you got to get your education first, you know, that my biggest thing, and I'll say that to my kids too, it's, it's all about your education, um, and if you want to be the, the, the best photographer, go to school for it, you know, if you want to be the best uh, piano player, go to school for it, you know, get yourself educated in what it is that you want to do, um, because that's only going to better your talent you know talent is natural but it can only go so far and you, you can never learn enough and I, you know again I'm I'm a teacher so uh, after I went for my master's I swear I was ready to go for my doctorate I had to like talk myself out of it because 
I had to say, well, what, what am I going to do with my doctorate? I just had so much fun being in school and learning about just learning and, and teaching and special education and music and, um, and incorporating that, you know, into like life that I, I just tell, you know, young ones all the time, like whatever it is. I even, I just recently, my, my nephew, he's 13 years old and he was talking to me about, you know, what he wants to do. And he's really into virtual arts and, uh, and the digital media stuff. And he wants to do the video games and stuff. And I said, Hey, that's great. You can make a great career out of that. You know, um, you got to get good grades and you got to go to school and learn all about, uh, you know, that, that career and that job. Like that's the biggest, uh, the biggest thing. So, um, it's not, if anyone wants to go into the music career, you know, they, they want to talk about that lifestyle. I'll say the same thing. My father said to me, my father was a touring musician with a family and he, he said, it's not easy. And it's not, it's not easy, especially when you have a family. Um, but it's not easy even if you don't have a family because, um, you're always on the road and, um, you know, you're not home a lot. It's also, it's also not easy to um to find other people that want to commit to that too so i've been lucky and blessed for 12 years to work with people that i've been working with you know but there are some that come and go so you have to be um you have to be on your toes you have to be careful with who you trust you also have to be realistic if you want to do it you gotta you gotta really work hard at it it's it's not easy it's really really not easy but if you love it it, it won't matter. That's my wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Is there a place that you've always wanted to play but haven't? Hmm. A place that I always want to play but I haven't. Um. Well, yeah, the Grand Ole Opry. That that would be a dream come true. Got to visit there and watch a lot of performances there. Um, it's got the most amazing acoustics ever. Yeah, I mean, like, if you play at the Grand Ole Opry, you know that you made it. That would be the place that I would love to uh, one day, for sure. <laughs> right on. Is there anything else you want to add? I um, just want to add that um, my new single, Mama's Boy, is out for pre-order this week. And um, you can get the, the pre-orders at NikkiBriar.com. And then, of course, I share the links um, on social media and um, yeah the new EP Forever Young will be out in the fall and yeah just continue to support music and I I appreciate that that's what you do with uh, you know interviews and blogs and stuff so I, I appreciate your time and for um, sharing my music with your fans you're very well thank you so much Nikki for joining me thank you very much for having me <laughs> You're very welcome. Going to play you Nikki Breyer's latest single, Mama's Boy. Be 
Kevin Cusack. Thank you all for listening to Hitting the High Note.